episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I sit and have virtual coffee with innovative and accomplished early career professionals and small business owners. With me today is the founder of Picnic Raleigh, Dusty Patterson. Dusty founded Picnic Raleigh earlier this year when she found herself in the midst of this crazy global pandemic. She was searching for creative date night ideas that maintained social distancing and were also intimate and unique. And that's how Picnic Raleigh was created. Dusty is a North Carolina State University engineering student, Air Force reservist, and an avid supporter of women's entrepreneurship. Now, before we dive into Dusty's episode, I'd appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcast app. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and happy listening. Now, let's dive into Dusty's journey. Welcome, Dusty. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much, Alexa. I'm so excited to be on the Virtual Coffee Podcast and looking forward to it. This is like one of the first times I don't have my uh, tea with me today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just drinking water. I'm very (laughs) off-brand. But I'd love to jump into your story. and, And first, I'd love to hear Picnic Raleigh's mission, you know, in your own words. And really, where did the idea to create this very unique business, where did that idea come from? The entire goal of Picnic Raleigh and the mission is to really elevate what you would think of as your typical like backyard picnic, park picnic, and really make it like to a luxury level to allow for like a unique and fun experience for people celebrating literally any occasion. It can be no occasion at all or a birthday, an anniversary. We've done a couple proposals. So it's really to take like what you would think of as your traditional picnic and really elevate it to the next level with taper candles, a nice big umbrella, a table, pillows to a super luxury level. So that's sort of the mission behind Picnic Raleigh. And like you mentioned in your intro, um, we got started in a definitely weird time. So (laughs) it started during the pandemic. And when everything kind of shut down, like NC State shut down where I went to school and where my boyfriend went to school shut down. And so We were living with our parents, of course, during that time, which has comes with its own challenges and sort of our date nights had kind of gone to like trying to go upstairs and not having them come in asking us to do dishes and that sort of thing. Like there was literally nothing to do in terms of date nights. And so we sort of came up with the idea to do a picnic. We really wanted to make it something special with the luxury experience like taper candles, nice pillows, blankets, that kind of thing. And so after we did it, we were kind of like, okay, this is fun. Like, I think other couples in our situation would want to do something similar to this. And so we sort of came up with the idea to start Picnic Raleigh. And I really thought other people would like the idea, but it's kind of become so crazy. And it went from zero to 100 so quickly, which makes me so excited. And then when we did launch, I thought most of our customers would really be like date nights or anniversaries, but it's turned into proposals, which makes me so excited. I love watching them. It turned into bridal showers, people just getting together, wanting to get out of the house. So it's been a lot of fun doing this and started during the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, that comes with its challenges as well. But the mission of Picnic Raleigh is really to like elevate your typical picnic to a luxury level. Yeah, those proposals must be so fun to watch. I also love a a great proposal. (laughs) 
Yeah, and so I, fun. Yeah, no, for sure. And I can totally relate to that date night problem that you were trying to solve for. Uh, my husband and I feel the same way because our typical date nights used to be dinner and a movie. And, you know, we do that every weekend. And now, you know, we're still not going to the movies yet. And even if we do venture out to a restaurant, it's like in and out in 20 minutes. So I, I love how this stemmed from that. And myself and my husband plan on doing um, a picnic with you in September or October once it like cools down. Um, So I'll definitely be booking that. But I, (laughs) yeah, no, I'm really excited because it's, it's just the perfect solution. It's unique. Like who, who thinks like, oh, let's go do a picnic. Or even if you do, I'd say the majority of couples don't want to set that up for (laughs) themselves, right? It takes a little bit of planning. Yeah. Enter picnic Raleigh for all your (laughs) solutions. I love that. And you spoke about this a little bit, but what made you decide to make this a business, right? Because I can imagine myself like, oh, this picnic idea is really cool, but then it just ends there. Like that was a fun time for me and my husband. I would never think to turn that into a business. Is there a moment that you realize this is a great business or did it just form naturally? That's definitely a question that it sort of happened. And the thing is, when we got kicked out of school and had to go back home, all we were doing, school was winding down. So we didn't have a tongue going on. I didn't have a tongue going on. And so I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like you can ask my family, we've our dinner conversations since the time I was little was me pitching ideas to them. And so, you know, things were winding down with school and not too busy. So I was like, okay, I have some time to dedicate to this. Like, let's see if this works. And then, you know, moved into an apartment, started an internship. And so things got really crazy. So I guess starting it was really that I had the time in that moment to dedicate to starting it. Because I think if I was just starting school, like we just started fall semester, interning, things like that, I don't know if I really would have pursued it. Just having that little bit of downtime because of COVID really allowed me the opportunity to do a lot of research about starting your own business because I don't have a lot of business background or contacts. So COVID has caused so many issues and we were just kind of at home like everyone else. And so I had time to dedicate to starting it. Nice. Yeah. It seems it just kind of naturally formed and and you mentioned you have that entrepreneur mindset. So perhaps that comes naturally to you as a person too of, oh, this seems like a great business opportunity. Let's go for it. I love that. There have been plenty in the past that were horrible ideas. So, um, (laughs) and you know, my family definitely gives me like their honest opinion on things, which has been helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I was actually cleaning out my closet the other day and found something from like a business idea that I was trying to pursue before this. So always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but this one for a lot of reasons was actually feasible. The low capital startup costs, the creativity side of things, the fact that you could do a lot through social media. So mm-hmm. everything just kind of worked out with this one, which definitely hasn't worked out with some of my ideas in the past. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and can you describe, you, again, you went into this a little bit, but just describe for our audience exactly how Picnic Raleigh works. So who can hire your services? You know, where are you located? What are those like location restrictions? And what supplies do you do you bring? Do you set up, etc.? Yeah, so basically, the way picnic Raleigh works is you can book two different ways, you can go directly on our website, or what most people do is they go on our Instagram, and they DM me. I've used Instagram since the very beginning to sort of launch this business. And so the majority of like my leads and customers come from picnic Raleigh. But you can either go on the website and fill out the booking form or DM me on Instagram. 
And you basically tell us all the details. You tell us like the date, the time you want, the location, any special occasion that you're celebrating. And we can do it in like your backyard, your house, Mm -hmm. at a park. And then we do offer like two different picnic setups. So like you said, we do like the classic picnic, which is more of a quaint setup. It still comes with the umbrella. And then we do more of like the party style. And we can accommodate like more than two guests, but typically we get like couples or a birthday. And then on the back end of things, like how I do things, when I set up a picnic, like I basically go out earlier than them, have everything set up. And then we do try to promote as much social distancing and contactless as possible. So I just basically text the customer when it's ready and they come out and enjoy the picnic by themselves. And then they text me when they're ready to clean up. And I go out and like pick everything up. So the biggest thing that I wanted to make sure of with this business is that like it's effortless on the part of the customer. And so I really try to make it where they literally just pull up, hop out of the car and go up to the picnic. And then whenever they're ready, they text me and I just go clean everything up. So that's the whole goal behind Picnic Raleigh, making sure this is like relaxing for them and a good time. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the, your customers will text you when they're done. Cause I was going to ask, how do you know when they're done? Like, do you, do you wait at the same location? But yeah, that makes total sense that they just text you, Hey, we'll be done in 10 minutes or, and then you, you come to clean it all up. That's awesome. I love that. And I love that you're maintaining social distancing. And I think that's very, obviously very important during these times. So it's good to know. I believe on your website, it's for food you will either pick up food for your customers or the customers can bring their own food, right? Yes, exactly. So basically the way it works and geographically, basically we serve the greater Raleigh area. So the triangle area, we typically say like 15 miles outside of Park West Village in Morrisville, but I've had people want picnics like pretty far outside Raleigh and I can definitely do that as well. But in terms of food, so basically the way it works is Um, If someone wants like a meal with their picnic, I can go grab it for them, basically be their Uber Eats. And then I bring it to the picnic and everything is set up for them. And again, it just adds that like effortless component for the customer coming up to the picnic. And, and, you know, it's pretty easy on my part too. Right. Yeah, no, it sounds like such a a lovely experience. And again, such a unique date idea and and effortless, like you're saying. I, I'm really looking forward to to booking with you. Yeah, I'm it'll excited be, to host yeah, you. It'll be, <laughs> yeah, it'll be really fun. Uh, it's just unique. I'm excited for it. So jumping back to, you know, the journey of launching Picnic Raleigh, what has that been like? And what are those major steps you took or the challenges you faced? I know we mentioned, you know, COVID and this crazy time. That's clearly a, a unique challenge. Just just interested in hearing more about the journey and those specific steps you took. Yeah. So I think you're going to get a different answer from anyone who's ever started their own business. And the journey to starting Picnic Raleigh hasn't necessarily been, you know, super easy, but I'm not going to lie. It hasn't been the most difficult thing I've ever done. And I think it's because we're not trying to build the next Amazon or a huge corporation. Like this is a very small business. I have run it up by myself up until this point. And so I'll be super candid about the journey. You know, there have been challenges, but honestly, every single challenge has been super, you know, I can overcome that. And so to give you the timeline, like you said, I began like research in May and then launched in June. So I don't have a business background at all. And I don't have a lot of people like family and friends and connections to sort of starting a small business. So what I relied heavily on was online research. 
just trying to find those resources on, you know, how do you actually start a business to make it like official? How do you do that social media marketing that I have like zero experience in? And so that was sort of what I was doing throughout May, really dedicating, you know, multiple hours per day for that and digging into it. And then I knew I was starting a full-time internship in, in June that I was super excited about and that I had worked hard for. And so I really wanted to like knock that all the research out and everything in May and start getting it started. And then we did our first picnic like mid-June. And then after that one, it was like, you know, the floodgates open, which was amazing, but I did not expect that. And so mm-hmm. I think as a small business owner, you, you know, you're doing all this research and all this upfront work to get it started. And you do kind of get down on yourself when things do go wrong or when people aren't booking. And so, you know, I kind of told like my family and Jonathan, I was like, hey, like, you know, no one's really reached out to me. You know, I'm concerned. Like, should I stop this? And they were like, already done so much research, like continue on with it. And so once I did that first couple of picnics in June and took pictures and people started reviewing, then the floodgates opened and it's been insane since then. But, uh, you know, I'll be super candid about my advice for small business owners. And we're pretty new. So take this as a grain of salt. But if I had to give like my best advice, I would say, do a ton of research first, lean on small business resources in your community, chamber of commerces, any connections that you have and started their own business. And then really decide like how much of an initial investment you're willing to make. For me as a college student, that was basically like negative dollars. But you have to really put a limit on how much you're going to spend. And for me, that included like getting super creative, going to thrift stores, doing Facebook marketplace. So really say how much you're willing to invest. The third piece of advice would really be like, have a social media presence. I feel like you have to have a social media presence. You know this like in 2020. And so I started Instagram and that was like my main social media. So make sure you have social media. And then practice your trade or your business and like take a ton of photos so that you have things to show people. And so that's what I did at the very beginning. Like I was setting picnics up wherever I could, like in my parents' yard and friends' yard, anywhere that had like a pretty background, setting up picnics and taking pictures. And then follow people on Instagram that you're interested in targeting. So for me, this was following people in Raleigh who you know, we're pretty active on social media, following influencers, following people that I think would be interested in the product. So you have to find sort of your niche market. And then always provide like good customer service. At the beginning, I was probably over communicating to customers. But it's because I felt like I really needed to give perfect customer service. And it's something that I think is so important in any business. And then making your vision come to life within the boundaries that you've set like not spending too much of an initial investment, like sticking to your initial investment, trying not to like waste your time as much as possible and just making the most out of your time. And so to any small business owner, I would just say like, there are going to be bumps in the road. There have been plenty of bumps in starting Picnic Raleigh, but if you really dedicate, you know, time to it and you do a lot of research, then I think honestly, starting a business is achievable for anyone. Thank you for for sharing that advice. That was very well spoken, very well stated. And it seems that online research, ensuring you're sticking to your initial investment and really understanding how much you're willing to invest up front. And then also, of course, that social media presence. And I love your pieces of advice because it does 
you bring up a good point in that there's so many free resources online, right? With the internet, of course, and leveraging your family and friends that, like you said, anyone can really start a small business, which is encouraging and, and a great statement. I think it also comes down to the idea you have though, right? You do need to have that unique market differentiator type of idea, which you do have with Picnic Raleigh. As long as you can kind of find that balance of, hey, I have this great idea and I'm going to do it the right way in a strategic way, it seems you can be on the road to success. It's just, yeah, I just love talking to to small business owners such as yourself because it's just nice to hear from you that it is doable. And of course, there are challenges. Like you said, there's bumps in the road, but it's doable. And if you have an idea, why not at least try it? And there's exactly. a risk that it could yeah. fail, but what if it succeeds? You know, what if what if it does right. succeed? Right. And I think it's interesting. And you know, you live in the Raleigh area, but something that's really surprised me is how open people are on social media, other small business owners to really like give you great advice and like help you out. Like when I first started my Instagram and finally like was starting to drop pricing and picnics and stuff like that. Someone like a local small business, Raleigh Cheesy, she's super in, big mm-hmm. into like, women's entrepreneurship. She reached out to me and she was like, hey, I think you're undervaluing yourself. Like really do research on like how much you're going to price these, how much your time is worth, how much of a profit you're going to make, make it, you know, sustainable. And so having people reach out to you basically for free advice that have been there, done that, gone through the struggles, it's encouraging. And I think the Raleigh community, especially, um, you have a really strong backing of small businesses. That's something I've really noticed since moving here. And so people will just randomly reach out to you and give you advice. And it's free advice. And usually it's really good advice. So that's been awesome. Yeah, I felt that as well. Even, you know, having a a podcast, just folks just wanting to chat about their small business or other podcasts, uh, just wanting to support one another. It it really is such a supportive community. It's it's not what you would perhaps assume at first, like very competition heavy. You know, it's not. It's such a supportive community. I completely agree. And yeah, Raleigh Cheesy, I I reached out to her. I'm going to have her on the podcast as well, which will be awesome. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. She's hilarious. Like, I want to be more like her on social media. I don't know if you've seen, but she's like featuring Raleigh Bachelor. Yes. Which is just like so fun. I don't know. But yeah, she reached out to me. Like, she followed me back and she reached out to me and she was like, hey, I'm super big into supporting other women entrepreneurs. And like, you really need to sit down and like take a look at this because I think you're undervaluing yourself. And I mean, that's pretty awesome that someone would reach out and say that. So, uh, love her. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, love that. Especially, you know, women supporting women. And that's just, yeah, it's a great community. I completely agree. Now, do you run Picnic Raleigh full time right now? So no. So as you know, like I'm a full time student at NC State studying uh, industrial engineering, which I love. And then like, I still work part time and in the Air Force Reserves, which takes up like one weekend a month. It's definitely a lot. And I don't run it full time as much as I would love to my focus, like my number one focus is school and my family. And this sort of goes into something we'll talk about, but you want to run this business into something like fantastic and you want to make it huge. And like, you want to dedicate all your time to it. But when you have other obligations, one of the hardest thing is stepping back and saying like, Hey, I need to stop Mm -hmm. spending so much time on this business because I don't run it full time and it's not sustainable to run full time. And so I think that's one of one of the biggest learning curves to starting your own business is like, hey, I have other obligations that 
you know, are more important than this. So how do I balance that out? So don't run it full time. I would love to make it, you know, into a full time thing in the future, but not right now. It's definitely Mm -hmm. a part time thing on the weekends and the evenings. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I couldn't remember if you had graduated school or were still in school. So that's, I mean, that's incredible balancing school with this business. Um, and then, like you said, the the Air Force Reserves um, and I'm sure other passions that you, and hobbies you have as well. I mean, either way, what an incredible experience to launch a business from the ground up. That just yeah, has to have awesome. so many lessons in there. Yeah, that's incredible. Like you'll usually see me like I'll set up a picnic and I'll like go in my car for an hour and a half and like do homework and other things. And it's actually good because I mean, I, it's an hour and a half like to do homework and sit in my car and like really focus. But one of the biggest things has been like using every single minute I can productively. Yeah. I haven't figured it out yet, the balance, but we're working on it. Yeah, (laughs) no, for sure. And you're grinding. I love it. You're just, you're getting it done and you're pursuing your passions and you're also pursuing school, which is, it's just incredible. And yeah, speaking of, you know, balancing work, life, other passions, any other pieces of of advice or things you found helpful, like you mentioned doing homework in your car when you're waiting for a picnic to finish up, any other advice there? I think the most challenging part of the starting a small business, at least for me, it might be different for like every other small business owner. But for me, it's been finding that balance and Mm -hmm. like on sort of like a joking, but not really note, like, we do like a lot of crock pot dinners. We will do homework in our car waiting for picnics. We will find like creative ways to find time here and there. But it has been the most challenging part because most people, you know, I'm in the line of business that's like customer service and uh, like a service-based business. So people mm-hmm. want picnics usually on the weekends in right. the evenings when, you know, Jonathan's home from work, when I'm finished with school and work. And so I'm giving this advice, having not figured this out for myself, but I will say some of the biggest things that I've learned is being able to say no. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of starting a business, of course, you never want to say no. Like at the beginning, I was like, yes, I'll do anything. Like, I don't care what you want. Like, I'll make it happen. But as I've gotten into school in the fall and gotten busier, you have to really be able to say no and sort of take some weekends for yourself, like mark them on the calendar, like, hey this weekend like we're not doing any picnics like I don't care what happens we're not doing it because you it's the only way to keep your sanity and on the flip side you also have to be willing to say no to things that maybe you really really want to do in your personal life but you already had a commitment on a picnic like if people ask you to come over or your something happens with your family and they want to go do something you know you have to be able to say no to both and find that balance Um, The second biggest thing is setting like realistic expectations. I think one of the hardest things about starting your own business is people will like call you and they'll be like, hey, I know you're super busy, so I'll keep this short or hey, like I know you don't have a lot of time. And I think one of the hardest things is just like letting your friends and family know like, hey, I'm still me. Like if I'm calling you, Mm -hmm. like I want to talk. And I think on my side of things, I've had to. I've been so excited about my business and sharing it and like, you know, wanting everyone to know like it's going well and stuff. But when you talk to family and friends, like one of the things that I've really had to do is say, okay, like let's ask them how their life is going. Like don't mention anything about Picnic Raleigh. If they ask about it, like let's talk about it, but kind of like take myself out of it. And, and so finding that work-life balance has been hard, but I will say my family and Jonathan, like they see me grinding. So they see like my daily 
life. But yeah, I think the biggest things have been being able to say no to both picnics and like personal life things. And then also just like setting realistic expectations, like school's number one for me right now. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not dedicating enough time to that, I try to rebalance other things, but rely on your family and friends. Like they have given me so much advice on like, Hey, like we think you're doing too much, like pull back. And so they have to be honest with you too. It's something I haven't figured out. And I know we talked about this, but like, I feel like (laughs) it's the hardest thing to figure out and make perfect and it'll never be perfect, but uh, you know, making different changes every day. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think you have the the right mindset on that. And I agree. I don't think anyone will ever figure out that perfect balance of work and life and just balancing all the things you have going on. I mean, sure, maybe one day it's perfectly balanced and you got everything done by 6 p.m. <laughs> it's yeah. great. But then there's going to be the days where you're like, oh, crap, I didn't finish that that homework or that paper I had to write. And now it's midnight and (laughs) we we've all all been there Mm -hmm. um but yeah just love your piece of advice of learning to say no I think that is so important like way more important than people think um and then setting expectations especially I like how you brought related that to setting expectations for like your friends and family too like when you're just speaking to them and making sure you're enjoying the moment and yeah if they want to talk about picnic rally great but we don't have to. I'm still I'm yeah. still me and you're still you yeah. and this is still life. Exactly. No, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's excellent. And I think just, you know, what you were saying of making sure you have the right priorities. Like for you, school needs to come first. You know, that's not right. that's not a question. And you're gonna put school first. And just if you have those priorities set, I think that can be very helpful. And it, it doesn't mean that priorities can change day to day, right? Maybe one hour when when you're doing a picnic, picnic Raleigh is coming first, (laughs) but then an hour later, now school's coming first. Exactly. And I mean, I'm sure you see this social media is, is like a skewed version of reality. We all know Mm -hmm. this, but I don't think we like take it in when we like see people's posts. And it's a big reason that like, I've really stepped back from my personal social media, but we got featured in Raleigh magazine, like last week posted it on like social media right so people were reaching out to me like oh my gosh like this seems like everything's going right in life and everything but Jonathan and I were talking and it's like what you don't see is things from a picnic breaking like a couple hours before we (laughs) need them and like running around trying to make sure everything's right for a picnic people don't see when things go wrong and I just want to be super candid that like starting this business definitely came with its challenges like sometimes I'll forget things and Jonathan's like rushing out to like bring it to me right before a picnic starts and so with the sort of accolades and like the the Raleigh magazine and the pictures that we post on Instagram you know there are challenges but you have to just be willing to overcome them and overall like this has been one of the most fantastic experiences of my life. So definitely take social media even with businesses with a grain Mm -hmm. of salt you know I think that's always something to remember. Yeah, I I love how you related that to businesses, because we hear that all the time with, you know, influencers or just people we follow in general, you know, oh, that's their highlight reel. But that that also applies to businesses. I never thought of it like that. I I love that. And your Instagram, by the way, is beautiful. I hope everyone, (laughs) everyone checks it out. I love your feed, which of course, we'll we'll shout out at the end here. But it is it is very nice. I love your feed. It it looks very good. So where are you hoping to take Picnic Raleigh? Like, do you have major milestones for it? Or are you, are you just cruising along right now and just seeing where it, where it takes you? 
So the most exciting thing for me about running this business is the people. So when I set up a picnic for like an anniversary or literally any occasion, like it's so, so cool seeing the reaction on people's faces um, when they come up and like they get surprised or like they see this like picnic set up in a park. Like, for example, I've done one where like I did it where they got married. And so bringing people's memories like, yeah, and I love the proposals like. I love the people behind this business and the people that I get to interact with because they're amazing and they all have like different stories. A lot of them went to NC State. So it's really, really cool. And so I don't want to give this business up, that's for sure. And I love it. It's probably the most fun thing I've ever done. And so when it comes to plans for the future, I've actually had a lot of friends reach out to me like in Texas where I'm from and different places and they want to start their own. So I've been doing like, a little bit of consulting like for friends and family which has been interesting um and a lot of fun and then i've had people reach out interested in obviously expanding this to different cities in north carolina um we're not at a place yet where i think that's like feasible or like a good option um and it's definitely something i would need advice on but i think just keep growing it within the raleigh community for now and then we'll see where the future takes us but no plans right now at least to expand yeah, I think that's the seems like the right way for you right now. I mean, it seems like your your business is booming and of course you have school and you know all your other priorities as well, but that's awesome that you already have interest from others of expanding it or or different cities. Yeah, those opportunities are are endless. I mean, you can have a picnic yeah. <laughs> right any like in almost any city. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you go on social media and like if you go on Instagram and search like picnic Dallas or picnic, I don't know, Miami, you're going to see that it's like blowing up in every single city. Like it's definitely um, there was just a recent magazine. I think Business Insider did one on a picnic business in Houston. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of becoming even bigger because of COVID. And like we said, there's nothing really else to do. And so you're you're you'll see them pop up everywhere. So right now the goal is though to keep growing business in the Raleigh area. I love Raleigh. I love the people here. So just continue down that track for now. Nice. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I I love that. Yeah. Excited to see where where you take picnic Raleigh. And in terms of you personally and and your future, I mean, I I believe you're an engineering student, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So has this, you know, pursuing Picnic Raleigh, like changed your thoughts for your future? Like is engineering still very much the passion that you want to take, you know, once you graduate? Uh, Just where are your thoughts at for your personal future? Yeah, so Alexa, like I'm not sure on for sure on that one. Um, (laughs) But I think it has changed a little bit of my mindset on my future. I love industrial engineering. Like it's, it's always been the path that I wanted to take. And so I'm not quite sure to tell you the truth. This business has changed my perspective on a lot of things. Like I really realize the value of a dollar now. And it's because I, you know, you work so hard for it to do a picnic. And so you really realize the value of a dollar when you're running your own business and not like on the clock for a different business. And so like, for example, just to give you an example, like I use a certain platform to like take payments. And one day I looked at it and I told Jonathan like, Hey, they took like $4 from my thing and he was like it's four dollars and I'm like hey like four dollars is a lot of money like let me tell you that's like that's like a certain portion of a picnic and so it's really made me sort of realize the value of hard work and of course if people are coming to do a picnic and they're paying me for it I want to make it absolutely perfect and value their time their money as well so that's really changed my perspective I guess on the value of a dollar 
and also doing something that you're passionate about because this business has brought me so much joy. Hopefully I didn't harp on like the challenges of the business too much in this podcast because this has brought me probably more joy than anything ever. Because like I said, I've always wanted to become an entrepreneur. I'm a huge advocate of women's entrepreneurship and women just trying to achieve anything that they want in life. And I think that comes a lot from my mom who like, you know, she was enlisted in the army and then became a commissioned officer, like became a Blackhawk pilot. And she's always taught my sister and I like never try to achieve less because you're a woman, like mm-hmm. always go for your goals. And so this has made me realize that whatever I do in the future, if I'm not happy and fulfilled, like I need to be some doing something that brings me joy, whether that's being in the industry and in industrial engineering, whether that's like continuing to be an entrepreneur, just this business has definitely taught me like whatever in life, like it has to bring you joy. I mean, I think that's the most important thing. Like you don't need to have it all figured out of, yep, you know, once I graduate, no more picnic rally, going to pursue engineering. Like, why does it have to be a this or that? Or why do you have to have it all planned out right now? And if you're passionate about picnic rally, well, that's what you're doing right now. And, you know, you're also passionate about engineering in school. So you're doing that as well. It's just, I completely agree. It's just following what you're passionate about and you can have multiple passions. It doesn't have to right. be pick one. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, when we were talking like your passion, like this is your passion and like you mm-hmm. want to go for it. And like you work another job, like a nine to five in the corporate world, but this is something you went for. And I admire that so much. I think it's so cool. And I love talking to you too. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that so much, but yeah, no, come I completely agree. And I feel in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, I I enjoy podcasting. Are there days where I wish I could do this all day? Yeah, sure. But then there's also days where I'm like, okay, I'm so happy I spent eight, nine hours on my quote unquote corporate job because that's also my passion as well. So it's, it's just, it's all that balance. Yeah. Yeah. Ever changing balance. (laughs) Awesome. Well, my last really big question for you, Dusty, is in this moment, right now, what is your proudest accomplishment? Now, of course, this can be related to Picnic Raleigh, but it doesn't have to be either. Just in this moment, what's your proudest accomplishment? So I think my proudest accomplishment would be, okay, I have to, I have to give you two just because like I can't. Sure. So, so probably first one would be uh, being a good night scholar at NC State. So being a part of that community, like I'm with uh, 200 plus other people who are majoring in like STEM areas. And honestly, like, it's insane some of the things that people are doing, research that they're doing, like groundbreaking research, just working on incredible things. And they're all amazing people. And so I'm proud to be like associated with that community just because honestly, one of them is going to like win a Nobel Peace Prize one day or something because mm-hmm. they're all incredible. And I'm literally just like setting picnics up. So it's so <laughs> cool to be associated with that community. And the second one would be Picnic Raleigh mm-hmm. because taking something from the ground up sort of by yourself and with your family is a really cool experience. And also the people that I've gotten to interact with. So the couples that I've gotten to interact with, the NC State alumni, sort of making people's experience and picnics luxurious, relaxing, giving them a really neat, sort of like really neat experience that, you know, they can have photos for for the rest of their lives and they can tell others about. So Picnic Raleigh and probably Goodnight Scholars are my biggest two. And then of course, my family, like mm-hmm. I, picnic probably would not be a thing unless my family let me set up in their yard and they went thrift shopping with me and gave me advice and listened to my million and 
ideas at the dinner table um, (laughs) and read over my business plan. Like it would not be possible without them. And they continue to just like love and support me and uh, bring me stuff when I forget it for a picnic. So that's always helpful. But those would probably be my three. So I know you asked for one, but I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, I love it. I love hearing all three of those and congratulations on all your accomplishments and especially Picnic Raleigh. I'm just really excited to see where, where you take it, where it goes and where, where you go, you know, you dusty in, in life. I'm just looking, looking forward to it all. And yeah, congratulations on, on accomplishing this. I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. And I, I really loved hearing your story and thank you so much for sharing your advice and your perspectives. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much, Alexa, for having me on virtual coffee. I love hearing about other small business owners. I know we talked about like teardrop tap before Mm -hmm. we hopped on today. So many cool people doing cool things. So I appreciate you highlighting Picnic Raleigh, but also like other small businesses out there. And my last sort of point would just be for any women entrepreneurs who like want to start their own business or any entrepreneurs in general, feel free to reach out to me on social media. Um, feel free to reach out to other women entrepreneurs, like feel very strongly about that and willing to like help them in any way I can start their business. Yes. Thank you for yeah bringing that up. That's a great last point. And um, for those who want to connect with you and connect further, where can people find you and Picnic Raleigh on social media, your website? Yeah. So you can find our social media and it's on Instagram and it's just at Picnic Raleigh. And then we do have a website. It's picnicraleigh.wixsite.com. So feel free to reach out to me, connect with me on either of those platforms. Um, even if you just want to talk, have some questions. Um, I'm open to anything. And then of course, if you want to book a picnic, those are the two ways that you can do it. But again, just thank you so much, Alexa. This has been like a dream come true. And so hopefully anyone who wants to start their own like tiny small business can get something out of this. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dusty. And I hope everyone checks out Dusty and Picnic Raleigh. Um, it's an incredible business. And at the very least, her Instagram feed is awesome. You you want to look at it. <laughs> so oh, go check out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so go check out Picnic Raleigh. And thank you again so much, Dusty, for speaking with me today. Of course. Thank you so much, Alexa.